Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How are you? That's what it is. Let's get this going. All right. We got a lot of good stuff today. Uh, we're going to be talking next hour to a state assemblyman about the gas prices. We will have a hack for the dumpster in the five o'clock hour. This is a special edition today because this is someone that's never really been on our radar until recently and never come near the dumpster. That doesn't happen often. I well, feel like we throw the same 10 people in every Now they're going to get intimate with the inside of the dumpster. You what? They're going to get intimate with the inside of the dumpster. They'll see that what is, it's like to be... Uh, they will be introduced yes. to the dumpster. It's also, eh, how would I put this, a dangerous rising star. How's that sound? Politician? Rising some star. Believe, some believe, yes. <laughs> I, lo- I love when politicians are described as rising stars. Rising stars. One to watch for. Yeah. The John and Ken 50 to watch out for. Uh, we will also be talking to somebody that's running for statewide office and it's probably the one position, statewide position in the state of California that would be difficult, really difficult to pull away from the unions. And by unions, I'm really just talking about the teachers union. This is the superintendent of public instruction for the state of California, where obviously the powerful California teacher unions have a stranglehold well, on whoever has that position. The, the current guy had uh, nothing to say about the schools being shut down for a year and a half. His name is, uh, what is his name, Tony, Tony Thurman? Tony Thurman. Yeah, never heard of him until this week because he was in the news. He doesn't want to release the uh, test scores uh, until after he gets reelected. Although I read that he's relented. I guess there must have been a, a lot of blowback. And it made him made his stomach upset or something. Yeah, they're going to put so, something out in, in well in October, which begins tomorrow. But we don't know what day. The theory was they were holding back the test scores because of the election. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to lose the election because they're going to so be really will bad. He put them out after most of the ballots are out and people have voted. Maybe you know, like November, well, don't vote. So October thirtieth. Don't vote or... early. I take issue with this idea. You have to vote early. Why don't you let the campaign play out? Let's see what happens. Okay. John's advice. That's right. Well, go go vote on Election Day. You can even mail it in on Election Day. You don't have to vote now. There's, there's plenty of time to uh, see what happens. People have things to do on Election Day. No, they don't. They have jobs. They have things they'd rather do. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, everybody's got jobs. Of course, there's always things you'd rather do than vote. Stand there in a line in fact, behind old people. No, see, the, 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 the real bad thing is uh, uh, mail-in ballots have allowed... Uh, much less intelligent people and much less interested people a chance to vote more easily. And that's a terrible thing. Yeah, well, that's not yeah. going to change. It's only going to get worse. No, but it's got to, it's got to, uh, you, you've, we've got to keep pointing out why the vote here in California, as bad as it was, has gotten worse and worse. Because when you have the stupid and the uninformed with much easier access to vote, then, then policies are going to get worse. Politicians are going to get worse. Everything that's bad, the crime, the homeless, the taxes, uh, the uh, the restrictive rules on everything are going to get worse because it's it's now candidates that are 
are now campaigning towards how can I manipulate the stupid? How can I manipulate people who aren't right, paying attention? Right, and that attention? crowd stays in charge, and they continue to expand opportunities for the stupid to vote. This is probably if, unstoppable. If if the uh, nothing is unstoppable, unstoppable. No, everything. We've watched it unfold for fifteen years now. Everything is stoppable. All right. It's got to get you a keep, big. You keep talking you, like that. You got You got to get a big enough. Uh, you can't even get uh, your city councilman out. So, well, he's gone. Yeah, I know, but okay, the person to replace him had, is probably him. I think probably. we, I think we had a lot to do with that. I think we created a, a, a very uh, toxic. Uh, but cloud if he's replaced him. by the same guy, it really has no effect. But and it he, looks like he might be replaced by the same well, maybe guy. He is. Maybe he isn't. We don't. We don't have. Uh, we don't have an election yet. They haven't started to vote. All right. You know, there's you people keep promising this revolution. I'm huh? waiting. Well, the regular well, people rising up. I've been waiting well, like three years for this. How much? Look, revolutions sometimes take uh, decades, generations. <laughs> nothing ever. Nothing lasts forever. You really should have been a TV evangelist. <laughs> I should have been. I'd make more money. Those guys. Going. You see what those guys make? Holy mackerel! Well, I could have been calling. I could have been a TV evangelist. Sure. Because you know, it's, it's not hard to fake that nonsense. That's all those guys. That's all an act. That's all shtick. And none of them believe in anything that they're preaching. None of them believe in God. None of them have any morals. All of them are extremely wealthy. Again, because it's easy to fool people. It's easy to fool the stupid and uninformed. Those guys have the formula down. All right, a big announcement from Dippity Doo. Governor Newsom put out a press release last hour. Uh, he wants to go after the uh, oil companies for their record profits. The old idea of the windfall tax, which supposedly he would confiscate and then turn around and give to the poor people. That you do that. <laughs> That's what's happening with this inflation relief check. Same thing. You have to have uh, a fairly low income to get any of it. And it's not a lot of money anyway. It's a few hundred dollars. Um, so he's threatening to I, do the same thing. He also wants us to make a faster change to the winter blend, which allegedly saves about 25 cents a gallon. How about... That Republican idea, which wasn't a bad one. How about freezing the sales taxes, the California no, re- sales tax? Repealing them. Well, repealing would be nice, <laughs> at least for now. Halting them. They until got, the they gas got a buck fifty in to... taxes. They, they they should they should re- repeal. Yeah, that would be nice. They got they got almost a hundred billion dollar uh, budget surplus. So clearly, they don't need all that money. Yeah, that's shriveling up fast. Though. Yeah, good. Good. I, 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 want to, I want them to go into uh, This is a horrible quarter for the stock markets. Good. The money's not going to be coming in anymore. Yeah. Well, You're going to see a whole revised number coming out soon on that, that surplus. It, you know what? Soon. That's the only time spending gets cut is when there's some kind of economic collapse and they literally don't have the money to spend. You could see because he, he's been vetoing bills like crazy in this last week and some of them cost money. He's decided, uh-oh, we've reached the end here. Because that crazy legislature saw the surplus and just threw in every bill possible to spend money. Because the stock market was artificially inflated by the the fake money uh, river that was uh, created by the federal government between Biden's uh, atrocious excessive spending and uh, the 0% interest rates from the Federal Reserve. It created, yeah, drove inflation. That's right. And so but you, it also drove people to believe, oh, this is going to be a great time to invest in businesses. And, and that's it, what happened. The stock well, market went on a roll. But it was. now everything is reversing. Well, because people are now cashing in their profits. Yep. At least the big guys are. And I the mean, Fed's raising the interest rates. It's going to slow down a lot of things in the economy. So the, uh, the, 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 the guys, uh, the big guys who run the investment firms, they were getting money, you know, at, at like 1% and 2% interest rates, right? 
And so they were borrowing huge sums of money, and they were all collectively bidding up the stocks until, you know, they hit the, they hit the moon. And, uh, you know, it's like a game of musical chairs. All of a sudden, the money dries up, and now they're rapidly scrambling to sell, 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 and take as much profit as possible. But the people selling for the last couple of months, they, they haven't lost money, really. Maybe a little bit on paper, but mostly they're cashing in huge profits that they made because the stock market had gone up almost without end since, what, the last uh, Great Recession? Yeah. So yeah, it's tanking pretty good this year, especially this quarter, So, which ends today. Should have sold off. <laughs> right, but then if you sell off, you'll be sad. If it comes back again, you didn't get in. Uh, you try got to time the market. Good luck. You got to be happy with what you have. You should be happy with what you have. What do you have? Hmm? I, I, I'm fine. You built that expensive bunker, so you need to. Uh... Mm, I know. I, I invested uh, a little over $1,000 in my bunker. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I knew there'd be a tabulation. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not too bad if it saves your life, I guess. That's that's the price I put. You can be on this planet full of nuclear waste. Oh, <laughs> well, that'd right. be fascinating. <laughs> we'll update the... Oh, you know, next hour, we're talking to Senator James Gallagher about the gas prices. We'll update you on the hurricanes. There's been a couple of developments of note. Of course, Hurricane Ian did uh, hit land in South Carolina. But there's still these horrible stories coming out of the destruction, the devastation in Florida. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. I don't even know what this is. Well, who said that? You'd think that Biden's in the throes of dementia. We got an update on somebody else in political life. And that's pretty much what they just said yesterday. Wait till you hear what the story's about. I don't even know what this is. Coming up after... 2.30. John knows, so he's not saying anything. No, I'm not going to give away. I know. I want to you know, build the tension. I know. And you know, it's getting so sad that <laughs> maybe we should throw this person in the dumpster. No, we can't do that. Why? <laughs> throw this person in the dumpster. All the people with dementia in the dumpster? <laughs> that's just that's all. Yeah. Especially when someone's like 90. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's just, well, it's, you and know. And here's your walker, too. <laughs> when you're at the end of your usefulness. Close the lid. What do, what do you do when you, you got something in the house and you have no use uh, for it and it's kind yeah. of worn out? It's the, you throw it in the dumpster, right? You take them out to the wilderness and leave them there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are they Good doing? Yeah. Um, and another dopey politician said another dopey thing. Someone we just highlighted yesterday is back today. So all of this is coming up after the news. At 2.30. Uh, you kind of predicted this yesterday, and it appears it has happened. Um, cops are looking for a group of looters who devastated a section of Fort Myers today. Well, of uh, course. Fort Myers, of course, suffered greatly uh, from the arrival of Hurricane Ian. Flooding was everywhere. Uh, buildings were knocked off their foundations. Uh, boats are slipping and sliding all over the place. But um, you said people always take advantage, don't they? Well, yes, the, all the uh, all the riffraff who should be locked up and they're not locked up anymore. Yeah, they're running. These these are business well, Florida's opportunities. Florida's not doing that too, are they? I thought uh, Florida's a tougher place than California, there, and New there's, York. There's always people who should that. There's always people loose who want to be locked up, no matter how tough the state is. You never have everybody locked up that you should. At least one gas station got looted. Uh, what are you gonna? What, are you going to go into the convenience store and steal some candy bars and chips? I well, mean, what are you... You saw what, what they you... did in that, that Wawa in Philadelphia the other day. Oh, that was something, yeah, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, the videos of that are remarkable. <laughs> That's like flash looting. Like, this, just this big crowd of people I come mean, in and just start grabbing everything they can. That truly was a mob. 
that was a mob of looters. Yeah, and that, you know that. there's there's nothing worth more than five dollars in that store. Because <laughs> Wawa's are convenience stores back east. It's a chain. Oh and, yeah, they're like Seven Elevens. Yeah, and, and you're right. You go in a convenience store. What's the most expensive thing in a convenience store? I don't know. It, I, maybe a bottle of Advil. Liquor? liquor. Yeah, liquor could be if they sell liquor. Yeah. Oh, Pennsylvania has li- limits. That's right. Yeah, Pennsylvania doesn't. They have their own. You know, in Pennsylvania, stores, right. they have state-owned liquor stores. You have to go to a government store in Pennsylvania to buy liquor. Yeah. Virginia too. Is that right in Virginia? Yeah. What is that from? Like 1832? <laughs> oh, I hated that when I was in Pennsylvania because the, the the liquor stores would only be open like nine to five, and not on Sunday. Yeah, they're called like ABC stores. Yeah, that's what it was. The uh, yeah, John I wanted to do a lot of drinking back then. Oh, in Kent, Pennsylvania? Jeez. <laughs> Didn't you? It's probably the only thing to do there. It was the only thing to do. Yeah. I didn't have any friends when I was in Canton, so I didn't like to drink alone, so I wasn't going to do that. Well, uh, it wasn't until I got to Elmira and met you, and then it became that torture. Yeah, uh, then the spigot went on. Yeah, the, uh, the spigot went on. No, I... <laughs> no, I think the people that drink alone are the worst. They're in the worst shape. Well, I had, I had a roommate. And oh, I know you did. You always yeah, did. I had a roommate, and so, uh, but uh, he was uh, a couple of years younger than me. He was underage. He couldn't go to the bar down the block, yeah. so we, I would take an empty uh, milk jug and walk down to the bar, and for a not a dollar ninety, a dollar ninety, they would fill it with Ham's beer, which was the cheapest uh, horse piss of a beer you could find. And Where was uh, this? Bring in Canton. Really? And I'd bring you back... fill up a milk jug with beer for $1.90? That, that was the special they had there. And I didn't even think you drank beer. I, I did that price. But, but at $1.90? Yeah, because <laughs> can't. we're making like $100 a week. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, we could we could each split $0.95 cents worth of beer, and that, that gallon jug would take us through the night. That, that was oh. Friday night in Canton. That, wow. That was you know, the start of the career. Sounds like a fun party. Yeah. Pass the jug. It would. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Hurricane Ian has hit South Carolina. In fact, obviously, it's affecting North Carolina as well. It has come ashore as a Category 1. It came ashore a few hours ago. Uh, one of the towns that's getting hit is called Georgetown, which is not the Georgetown up in the D.C. area. It's a Georgetown, South Carolina. Uh, it's about 60 miles northeast of Charleston, which probably people know better. Uh, the flooding is huge there. I mean, it's only a Category 1, but massive flooding along the shoreline there. Yeah, that doesn't uh, really affect the rainfall. The categories are dependent on the wind speed. Oh, I see. All right. So it's just got so much rain. It, Why can't we Can we get that water? We need that water. I was thinking about that, actually. Well, because remember we were talking the other day about how – we have the same amount of water on the planet at all times, right? Right. It, 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 it's a steady total. It's just in different forms and in different areas. Uh, and, and right now there's a disproportionate amount of water in Florida and the Carolinas. And yes. We, we, we are uh, dis- disproportionately disadvantaged here. Oh, yeah. No, we yeah. need some of that. No. but uh, the, See, I, I remember what, uh, one of the candidates. We had the guy on the air. Remember the one of the candidates, I think, for governor, and and everybody laughed at him. And he said, "Why don't we get a pipeline and bring water from across the country here, like from the Mississippi River here?" Hmm. And everybody laughed. It's like, no, that would work. They always laugh at the stuff that would work because it's outside conventional thinking. 
the quickest way to get ridiculed is come up with an idea that doesn't conform to what everybody else thinks. But well, I think the cost of building a pipeline all the way to where? And then it's just water? I don't know. Mississippi you know, River to see, here. Oil is very expensive. Kind of makes sense. But I don't know. The Mississippi? The Mississippi, yeah. That was his idea. Uh, Fort Myers is the place that's getting a lot of attention. Fort Myers is pretty much uh, one of the most devastated places in Florida. That's where a lot of the hurricane came ashore a couple of days ago. Uh, the stories I'm reading is it has to be rebuilt. Now, it's a sizable town, but it's right there on the Gulf Coast. And it just suffered from so much flooding. I mean, the pictures well, are just any, devastating. Because any, any home that wasn't knocked down entirely... Uh, it was flooded with you know six or eight feet of water, so everything inside is ruined. You know all the drywall is ruined. There's going to be it's mold like growing. Ocean water, yeah, kinda like yeah, you uh, oh salt water, yeah. salt water corrodes. The mold's going to grow soon. The stench is yeah. There's nothing salvageable. So probably most of the buildings are going to have to be bulldozed and start over. Yeah. Wow. The New York Times reporter found a 96 year old woman, Marvis Long, who hunkered down and. 96. Everything in the, in the house floated. The water came in like waves. Uh, the carpets were sopping. Her floors were covered with, ooh, with a dark brown liquid. The refrigerator fell over. Oh, that's got to be. Well, you're 96. Who wants that? Well, I, I, I mean, really, I'd be like John Cobell. Just give me the exit bag. Well, I, you, you could have dove in and just uh, ended it if you wanted to. I guess. You, she didn't. You could. Decided to keep going another day. I guess they're still rescuing people. I haven't seen a story any differently. Well, I, I saw I saw one piece today where uh, the, the rescue boats, and they were headed towards specific addresses where they had information that there was someone still trapped inside, right? So they were, they were just scooting down the waterways that used to be streets, and uh, they saw dead bodies floating in the water. And they said most of the time it was elderly people. Oh. Yeah, you know, I wondered that Florida's got, you know, Decent percentage of elderly people and all those uh, assisted living homes and all that. I did see a couple of stories where the people were evacuated from oh. them, but because uh, you remember that terrible Katrina story that some of them were allegedly were killed, right? Because they, yeah. it was a mercy killing because they couldn't evacuate them and didn't know what else to do. You see one woman, uh, 84, Marion Burkholder. She survived. She got into a dinghy inside a neighbor's screened in porch. And she sat in the dinghy as it floated up and up and up. Not a bad idea. Find something floatable. I heard people use mattresses and stuff. Mattresses try float? To... I guess that's what I heard, that they kind maybe of float. A, maybe an air mattress would. I guess if the water's not too deep, it can float a bit. Yeah. Well, they, Now, you they're know throwing what? out numbers here, but, you know, insured losses could reach up to $40 billion in that state. Uh, but as you mentioned the other day, there's a lot of people that don't have enough insurance or any insurance for... Well, if, if, like if that number if that number is accurate, then you're going to see the total losses well over a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, it's the insured losses. But so. you know, they could just print that. They could just print that money like they've been doing the last few years. We yeah. printed uh, uh, quite a few trillion dollars. I think and Biden print... wants to win Florida in the next election. Right. So, so just uh, hand hand out fake checks to everybody. And uh, all right, when we come back. We're going to tell you who said, I don't even know what this is. And it was dealing with an important matter. We'll tell you what it was coming up.
John and Ken show KFI. Uh, because of California's high gas prices, there have been a group of Republicans who have long called for a suspension of California's really high gas taxes to help people deal with this. Uh, <clears throat> Newsom announced some moves today. We'll talk about them with Assemblyman James Gallagher after the news at three o'clock. Newsom wants to bring back the winter blend earlier than usual. Usually it comes, I don't know, the next month, month after. (laughs) There you go. It's supposed to drop. It could drop 25 cents a gallon. Wow. And he wants to go for what they call the windfall tax on profits. If you missed our conversation yesterday with the oil industry spokeshole, the 3 o'clock podcast is what to listen to because that was interesting. We're not siding with the oil companies necessarily here. There's something afoot. No, they definitely are taking no, advantage I, I, of. Uh, I think we're we're getting bent over by the government and by the oil companies here in California. Although, I don't understand why why drivers in California are the only ones in the country getting affected to this level. Even if it is oil companies getting greedy, why aren't they greedy on the East Coast and in the South? Why is gas down in the uh, low three dollar range? Uh, you know, I would buy into the greed factor if it was more equitably distributed. Ooh, and it's uh, and it's not. What, they're only greedy in California? Uh, you know, and, uh, We have some very unique situations no, I here, don't, John. I, I think that's nonsense. I think that's all kinds of fake news. Because why is it only our refineries break down? Again, the other 49 states don't have broken down refineries, just us. The, they're the, not the, broken. They're being maintained. They they're don't maintain. Cleaned. They don't maintain in the other states? They do, but when, they when, didn't defer it the way we did, when, as when, somebody said. When yeah. you have 50, yeah, and uh, what was the excuse last year? And what was the excuse two years ago? The excuse ago? earlier this year is because Russia invaded Ukraine. They didn't uh, want to do it then and, because there was already a big uh, spike in prices. Uh, okay, and what was the excuse the year before and the year before that? What I'm saying is there's always this laundry list of the same old excuses that only seem to apply to California and don't apply everywhere else. Do they have only new refineries in the other 49 well, they states? They don't want you driving a gas-powered car, so there, there's no there's one going to help you. There's 50 states here. That's a pretty large sample size. When, when for years, decades really, all the problems are at a California's gas supply and none of the problems are in the other 49 states, then, then there's another story here. And they know what the story is. I'm convinced that guy we had on yesterday from the Petroleum Association, he knows what the story is. Kevin Slagle. Yes, he does. And, and, and Newsom knows what the story is. There's something going on. Because it can't just be one state out of 50 for years and years and years and years. With this kind of discrepancy now, it used to be a dollar difference, a dollar and a half. Now it's $3. Come on. That, All right. This- now we turn our attention to uh, another California politician who, well, seems to be increasingly incompetent. And it's not Kamala Harris. Ha, ha, ha. Although, we'll talk about her in a moment. It is uh, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein. Uh, she's about 90 years old, and uh, there have been reports percolating for a couple of years now that she's just disconnected from reality because there's probably some form of uh, dementia that has set in. Another uh, the one. latest story comes from Insider. And this is one of these cases where I guess they have reporters that roam the halls of uh, the Capitol and they they overheard something. They try to overhear trouble. Yeah, why not? So uh, Feinstein. That's the only way you get the real story, as you like to say. Feinstein. You don't get a spokeshole putting a spin on it. You're actually hearing them interact with each other. And apparently Feinstein snapped. Is the word. I like that word. Snapped. Like a turtle. (laughs) Uh, Apparently they were uh, standing. She was standing with her staffers. 
alongside a bank of elevators in the capital. And the issue was one of those dopey stopgap spending bills mm. that was up for debate. That's when they've run out of money, but they can't agree on next year's budget. So they have to pass a spending bill that'll cover a month or two. Yeah, such nonsense. So the staffer, a male, said to Feinstein, there is a vote on the continuing resolution. Do you have any questions about it? And she snapped at him. I don't even know what that is. She Uh didn't know. She didn't understand what he was talking about, the stopgap bill, which she's apparently done many times in her career, voted on those types of things. But Well, because... because, uh... In what's left of her brain, they then hustled her away. Doesn't no, have kidding. a doesn't have a memory of what that means or what it does. Yeah, you continuing know, resolution. The thing she is, didn't seem to comprehend what that means. One the of the continuing s- resolution. One of the symptoms of dementia, and and Biden has this too, and and I saw this in my own family several times. Is uh, they're easily frustrated, and when they're frustrated, uh, they they do snap. They 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 have a bad temper, bad reaction. And it, it's, it's, it's because I think there's a part of the brain that knows that it's doesn't have the uh, information anymore. And it gets frustrating. Yeah. To some, to some extent, you know what you used to be and you know what you used to be able to do and you can't. And uh, so you get angry, you, you get angry or you, and you, you usually take it out on somebody innocent around you. Yeah. Or, you, you know, you try to help them and they get agitated because they don't want to help. They want to be independent. So they're 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 trying to get her, and I don't even know why. Does it really matter? At some level, it doesn't really matter because she they could they could she could go off to the nursing home tomorrow, right? The replacement is going to vote one hundred percent the same way. Probably yes. I think I always thought like senators. If she did, Newsom would just appoint somebody who would do that, right? Senators, for the most part, are wildly overrated, like extremely overrated. Who your particular senator is. Because there are there are very few independent thinkers, there are very few people who don't go along with uh, with the flow. You like know, they, Joe Manchin. Like Joe Man, that's why Joe Manchin became the most famous senator this year. When was the last time you saw a guy just keep telling his own side no, no, did you, no? <laughs> did you hear what he said today? No. I just hope whatever happens in November, we get rid of this fifty-fifty thing. <laughs> He's tired <laughs> of being right there on the edge of every vote. So he won't have to be this person that stands out there against his party or with his party and get everybody angry at him. So he uh, it it may well be 50 50 again or something close where if one person switches sides on an issue, you've got a similar problem. Yeah, I don't know. I I have not kept. I mean, who cares what the polls say? We'll see what happens. uh, yeah, uh, in election month, by the way, it won't uh, it won't be over on November eighth. It's so, going to probably take weeks for some yeah, of every, races. Everybody knows she's got dementia, and also, I guess everybody knows it doesn't really matter, does it? What? What? I the, guess not. The new person that the staffers uh, just take care of everything, and they tell her how to vote. So right, right, she, and she, and the party tells them how to vote. So right. so systems working normally, everything is the way it always should be. You know, she did. It's not like she was this uh, this radical. That's yeah, uh, she's always been. This insider did a special series. Here was the title of it: "What It's Like Working for Lawmakers Whose Golden Years Are Clouded by Power Struggles, Rumors of Senility, and Constant Second Guessing." Because it isn't just Feinstein that people are keeping an eye on. Yeah, rumors of senility. You know, it's actual senility. We move over to Kamala Harris, and we kind of go all the way down to the, the, the teenage girl syndrome. 
Uh, Biden sent her to uh, Asia. She ended up uh, in the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. We played a funny clip yesterday. We have another one today. Uh, apparently, she was given a pair of binoculars at the DMZ and got a chance to kind of look into the distance at, uh, oh, my gosh, that's North Korea. <laughs> and she got to see the big the big wall. Uh, the fence. She got nuked. No, we're kidding. Uh, well, here, here she is marveling. It's so close, she said. It's so close. She well, said, I want to see this with my own eyes. She took the binoculars to take a look. Right. So it's so close. Uh, 50 meters is about 160 feet. Yeah. Right? It's three feet to a meter. I mean, that, that's a little over 50 yards. So it's like she's standing on the end zone. 55 yards, yeah. yeah it's it like up. she's standing on the end zone, and she's looking at something midfield. Mid midfield, yeah. Oh, it looks so close. And she's looking through binoculars. So now, wow, with the binoculars, it looks really close. Wow, it's almost like it's here. Like I could reach out and touch it. The reports were, with the next clip we're going to play, that the soldiers around her were puzzled because she begins talking about something else. I think the binoculars touched off her mm -hmm. brain, that it's nothing to do with North, South Korea, or the DMZ. Let's hear. Have you seen the photographs from the web telescope? It's humbling. So we invested in this telescope, and the images just came back, and they show us three billion years back to the beginning of all these galaxies. It's the most humbling thing you have ever seen. You gotta have somebody show you for it. It's absolutely humbling. Galaxies we didn't know existed. Um, so when we think we've seen everything. <laughs> Everybody's just staring at her. Yeah, reports. She's, she's, she's talking about how humbling it is okay, to look through the web telescope. The web telescope and see things that were many, many light years ago. And that also happened. Didn't she said the images just came back? Didn't that happen like a few months ago? A couple months ago, the images came. Remember that story? Uh, yeah. It wasn't like maybe she thinks because they're in the Koreas, they're stuck and they don't get the, the latest news. So it might be news to them. I don't know. There was like no response. She even laughed at her own line. Well, it's a non sequitur. It's got nothing yeah, to do with looking at the. Said, uh... Have you seen the photographs from the Webb telescope? It's the most humbling thing. You've got to see humbling. it. She was probably trying to figure out how to make small talk with the soldiers and anyone yeah. else to say. But no. yeah, I don't she think she could have asked real questions about what it's like to be uh, right there between the two nations. I, I don't, don't you I don't think th that's a little more relevant and interesting. I, I don't think she. Uh, do you think? Do you think she's interesting in any way? No, do you, do you, I. Do. I mean, I mean, if we were forced to have a dinner with her, do you think there'd be anything interesting, or we'd be uh, looking at our watches in about ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We we got more coming up on the Johnny Ken Show. KFI AM 640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll be talking those horrific gas prices, which continue to rise. California, much different than the rest of the United States. And gas prices are higher and way above, record amounts above the other states. <clears throat> we'll come up uh, after the news at 3 o'clock here on the Johnny Ken Show. Well, the Times just put out a story, and this may be obvious whenever you turn on your TV to a local channel. Rick Caruso has now spent more than $62 million since he entered the L.A. mayor's race. Um, the amount spent by 
Karen Bass, six million. Uh, and the number is going to grow even larger because obviously Caruso is going to bombard the airwaves in the coming six weeks before the election. Uh, during a roughly 12-week period, Bass actually took in $2 million in contributions. And then she gets city matching funds, $250,000. That's our tax money? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, that's that really, uh, oh, that's disgusting. That was. <laughs> I was going to say something uh, vulgar yeah, and offensive. Like yeah, that that's really disgusting. Why do we tax money to, to, for for a political campaign? Yeah, because the belief was you didn't want uh, either an extremely wealthy person dominating, or you didn't want them to get one large donor who would dominate uh, what, what, their what politics. Do we have? So, 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 yeah. So but, allegedly, if the city gives money, you get somebody who's clean, right? Well, they're only giving her two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and he's spending sixty million. So yeah, I know. What did it matter? Well, you could have bought one third of a homeless person's home with that. The only local race that probably would top this in spending would be Michael Bloomberg when he ran for mayor of New York City. That's what the record books seem to show. And of course, when this is over, and we hope Caruso wins, but the math will be done on how much he spent, how much he spent per well, vote. He's got the money. So I don't understand why people uh, get upset over what a candidate spends. Well, the belief is, but if, if well, I, the belief is often that if you spend a lot of money, you're going to get votes because you just plaster people with your name and your image and your, well, you know, your stuff. Who, that's not his fault. First of all, at least he, he's not taking the campaign contributions or at least not many. So you can't say he's bought off. I had the same, uh, you know, feeling about all the wealthy people who run. The one thing you know is they're not beholden to a union, for example. I, I mean, look look at the people who, who raise money like Gavin Newsom or Eric Garcetti. They're completely bent over and owned by a union. So Caruso's going to be independent. That's a good thing. Uh, well, I had a different take on the story. I just feel like this is proof that it's really impossible to move the L.A. electorate. This is a guy who's fresh. He's got ideas. He's a businessman the way Dick Reardon was. He can probably make a difference. He's spending enough money to get his name out there. You often say on the show, eh, we like him. Like Michael Schellenberg is a great example of that. But he doesn't have enough money to get his image out there. But No, uh, no that's why I'm He I'm... may end up losing this election badly to this uh, this hack bass. That's that's why I just think it's so sad. Yeah. That's really what I think is the story here. Uh, well, at least he's got the firepower. He's got the money. I know. That's, that, 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 you know, it, it, would, it would be terrible if he still didn't time. have the money. Like, Schellenberger didn't have the money, so he, ne he never had a chance. At least Caruso's got a chance because he's got the money. And well, people I talked are seeing to two people who said what you said. The, they saw the, uh, the Scientology ads, and they thought they were pretty devastating. They were asking you all these questions. What is she doing there? What is this? Right. Well, this is really, why would she right. do that? <laughs> I'm guessing here, but I do know generally. And, and, and Caruso hired, like, the top-line political talent to manage his campaign out of Sacramento. And not saying that they're geniuses. They could be a bunch of hacks, too. And I'm sure they've lost races. But generally, those kinds of companies, they, they, they test ads. And they have focus groups. And they, they show the ads. And then you, you get little dials. And then you turn the dial to the right if you really like it. Or you turn it to the left if you don't like it. And I'm guessing those ads tested really well. Because I had a couple of people ask me. It's like, why is he going after her over Scientology, right? Because we all agree the main issues are the, all the vagrants and the crime and whatnot. It's like, why Scientology? And I go, 
I think she looks really crazy in that ad. I think there's something really disturbing about it, and I think it must have registered in their research when they did the testing. Well, That's it cuts my guess. through, and it looks like she's praising yeah. uh, an outfit that a lot of people are uh, they squirm about or they well, grim, because, grimace about. Because there's been a lot of violence and abuse. And that's not that's not an opinion. That's that's a fact. There's but been think, a tremendous amount of violence and abuse inside the Church of Scientology. That's a weird, weird, sick place. We're missing the big thing here. They want people to think she is a Scientologist. Yeah, that's really what they're trying to convey. Well, if you were not, but yeah, but if you weren't a Scientologist, why would you stand up? At their at their conference there and say all the things. She oh no! Did. This was the grand opening of one of their big right. churches or buildings. That's what it was. Right. Why, why would you do that if you're not a Scientologist? Isn't that weird? It is weird. And then to claim in 2010, I do nothing about the problems with the. I don't even like to call them a church. I have no idea what no, they, they, I guess it's they a are cult. The churches. It's a cult. That's what it is. It's uh, it's, it's a mind control, mind manipulation cult. Meanwhile, in a small victory for the Caruso opponents. A judge has granted a preliminary injunction ordering companies owned by Caruso to allow those who oppose his candidacy to go to the Grove and say so. Now, the Grove apparently is where Caruso has a lot of his... Uh, he, people don't know he built it. He's a real estate developer. He's got his campaign offices and stuff, and he told uh, protesters, I guess, or somebody did, you can't come here and scream about uh, vote against Caruso. So they did bring a a suit and a judge has agreed that uh, under the, the rules and the free there, speech, they are allowed to go to the Grove and make their case against Caruso. There's always been a tension uh, in these kind of cases over whether something like that is, is, is private property because they're all owned by a corporation, in this case yeah, Caruso, I think, yeah. or is it a public square like a park? See, rulings were made years ago that malls are considered like a public place because it's for public access. So... But they do have, uh, there are limits, I guess, on what you can do on these properties. But yeah, yeah, I don't know what, what the exact. But you know what? He he tied up it. He tied it up in court for a good long time. <laughs> he did. We're almost done. Really, right. six weeks left. All right, coming up next, we're going to be talking to a Republican Assemblyman, James Gallagher from Yuba City, about the uh, well, what else? The gas prices and. Uh, Newsom's actions today to try to do something about California's high gas prices. KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.